Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. You can hear our next guest in the free-to-download Odyssey app at 610 Sports, Kansas City. You can also hear him on The Fan, Rochester, every Saturday morning part of the BetQL network from 10 until noon. Always fun having Alex Gold join us from Kansas City. Alex, uh, I look at this matchup this weekend between the Bills and the Chiefs, and I know that the Chiefs don't feel like the Chiefs of the last few years, but I still do the, the exercise of team with the better head coach, team with the better quarterback, team with more talent, and I have a hard time seeing the Buffalo Bills winning this game on Sunday. Where are you with the Chiefs? And, and more importantly, like where are the Chiefs in, heading into this game? Where are they with, with, the, with the Bills coming in? Yeah, I mean, I think you laid it out nicely. You know, fans here are frustrated, but also put in perspective, right, that this is still an 8-4 football team that while they've got flaws, you look around the rest of the AFC, there's not this juggernaut uh, of opponent. You know, if this was a year ago when you still had Cincinnati at its peak or two years ago when Buffalo was at a much higher level, I think there'd be worry, uh, reason to panic and worry, I should say, in Kansas City a little bit more. But, I, you know, I, I, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins. The Chiefs have beat the Jags. And the Ravens have a chance to prove to people over the next couple of weeks if they are actually the team to beat or not. And, and so I think as far as this particular game, though, against Buffalo, everybody here has viewed this as a chance to put that final nail in the coffin, really, uh, of the Buffalo Bills, not only this year and their playoff chances, but a chance to maybe kind of cause some resetting there in, in Buffalo. Obviously, Josh Allen's not going anywhere, but you know what's the future hold for, for Buffalo? We know last year, uh, Chiefs fans kind of viewed Cincinnati had, la- you know, had passed the Bills as their biggest challenger, and this year, you know, I, I don't really, you know, the biggest challenger might be Baltimore. Yeah, I, look, look, Alex, it's something, and we, there are people that want a, a change uh, at head coach in Buffalo. Here's the thing that seems weird to me the actual line for this game because many people would say my goodness i'm getting the chiefs with only giving up a point and a half patrick mahomes at home why wouldn't i take that why is all this sharp money is it sharp money going on buffalo in this game alex i think a lot of it is reaction to the packers sunday night football game and that patrick mahomes in this offense everybody for the first six weeks said oh it's early they'll figure it out and then it's week 10 and they'll still figure it out and here we are in, you know, we're a couple weeks away from Christmas and this offense, while they're in some metrics eighth and other metrics 11th, and you would think they're 20th the way some people talk about them, 
this is not the same Chiefs team for a couple reasons. One, usually it's reversed. Usually it's the offense uh, that's top five, and we're saying, you know, can the defense catch up far enough to get them to a Super Bowl? Now everybody's talking about this offense, if it's good enough to, to make plays down the stretch of a football game, which is something we've never said about the Chiefs and Mahomes. And then on the flip side, they've got a defense that, uh, is top five in, in the league, and that's the defense that's carried them. Otherwise, this team would be in a similar spot as Buffalo with six or seven wins instead of eight wins right now. So it's, it's, it's a reaction to this offense that, while they'll move the ball, a lot of self-inflicted wounds uh, in the red zone and turnovers are something they had overcome in the past. And to me, at this point, you watch this football team, if they have one turnover – uh, if they're not forcing one on the other side, like they're they're going to probably lose and get knocked out of the playoffs early. They just don't have the margin of error, and and I think that's why the line is what it is. If Buffalo's able to cause one mistake, then they've got a great chance to, to win the game. I, I think you know for people in Kansas City, the Bills are still scary on Sunday because Josh Allen is playing at a high level, and while they might be Jekyll and Hyde, like is this the game where Buffalo looks like the Bills that everybody thought they were going to be all year? that's the case, then the Bills have a really good chance to win. If not, then then yeah, Kansas City's going to win comfortably, and, and you'll think it's a steal to get the Chiefs minus one and a half. Alex, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that defense, and I'm wondering if Jordan Love provided some sort of a blueprint for other offenses to, to kind of uh, exploit the aggressive nature of Steve Spagnuolo's defense. What, what Green Bay did well is, is they protected Jordan Love. You know, and, and yes, Spags, the Chiefs defense coordinator, normally is ultra-aggressive, and they tried to be aggressive, and the Packers credit up until the second half, they did a t- tremendous job, and really the fourth quarter, a tremendous job protecting Jordan Love, and that's going to apply to this game on Sunday, and obviously Josh Allen's far more mobile than, than Jordan Love is, but the Chiefs the last couple games have not been able to get quite as much pressure from their defensive front as they were prior to that. You know, they got a, a guy in George Karloftis in year two who's trending towards double-jit sacks, but he's kind of cooled off here recently. Chris Jones is always getting double-teamed, but you know, he hasn't had the, the severe impact that you really had seen prior to that. And, you know, that's a little concerning, I think, for some Chiefs fans coming into this game. But uh, really, their their reason for success defensively has, has been whether or not Trent McDuffie, their corner, along with Jarius Sneed, can lock down the opposing team's number one. And they've really done a good job of that. You look at what they did to Tyreek Hill. He was held around 60 yards. They, they held A.J. Brown in check, even though the Eagles won. A.J. Brown, I think, was 20-something yards in that game. You know, Justin Jefferson had 38 yards. So they've done a great job against opposing teams, number one. So, well, the, the question, I think, would be, can they shut down Stephon Diggs, but are they able to limit Gabe Davis from going off the way he did many, you know, a couple of years ago against Kansas City in, in the postseason? Um, the one part that nobody has the answer to is, whether or not the loss of the chief safety, Brian Cook, who got injured with a nasty ankle injury in the Packers game, whether or not that is going to turn out to be a much bigger loss than people think. He's basically uh, been able to allow them to be the best team in dime packages, allow them to do some certain things like blitz their corners, and he's out of the mix now. He's hurt. We don't know for how long, but certainly not playing on Sunday against Buffalo, and does that change how effective they are in the secondary? That's an unknown that nobody has the answer to yet. Yeah, about those injuries, as uh, you have Tranquil on not practicing today, what about Isaiah Pacheco? What, what's the status there of Donovan Smith? Uh, you, know, you think those guys will be able to go here? So I don't believe the left tackle Donovan Smith is going to play. I think you're going to see the rookie, Wanye Morris, who, who played 90-plus percent 
of the snaps against Green Bay, played five snaps the, the game before. Uh, I think Wanya Morris will end up being the left tackle. He's a rookie, which obviously right away can concern you. But, he, you know, Donovan Smith, since he's been banged up, hasn't been playing at an ultra-high level. You know, the, the drop-off from experience is certainly there. He's a better run blocker than Donovan Smith. And so I'm not telling you that it's, it, you know, it's not worrisome. But Wanya Morris, people here are kind of excited to see what he can do because it might also – give them some clues to the long-term future at left tackle since Donovan Smith's just a, a one-year guy. And as far as some of these other names you mentioned, Drew Tranquil, he's been in concussion protocol all week. The, the timing's just not going to work out. I, I, there's no way he's playing on Sunday. It looks like they're going to get Nick Bolton, though, their best linebacker, best tackling linebacker as well. Uh, back in the mix, he's been out uh, the IR window, but it looks like he'll be back. And then uh, when when you look at Pacheco, that's the, the big one that suddenly people are worried about here as he didn't practice yesterday. You're thinking, okay, not a big deal, but two straight practices. They're calling it a shoulder contusion. He had 18 carries against Green Bay, got really beat up in that game, obviously got ejected at the end of the game for throwing a punch. We'll know more tomorrow, but yeah, anytime you don't practice two days in a row, you start to really get concerned. And if he can't go, I mean, he's their third best option on offense right now at an offense that has struggled. It's Kelsey, it's Rasheed Rice, and it's Isaiah Pacheco. And if he can't go, you're talking about Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jarek McKinnon being the two backs, and that really takes away what has been an effective running game for Kansas City. Let's talk a little bit more about that, Alex. We had Andy Behrens from Yahoo Fantasy on with us last hour, and he actually gave us a stat that blew our mind in terms of uh, players on the Chiefs offense and the passer rating associated with the player. That yeah, when, you throw, when you throw it to Sky Moore, Justin Watson, MVS, the passer rating is is you know terrible. Like it, it, you could argue that the worst play in football when he throws to them. R- right, you, you could argue that the worst play to call in football is a pass to Sky Moore, whereas Rasheed Rice <laughs> and and in Travis Kelsey, the passer rating is through the roof. And I, I'm trying to think like as long as the Chiefs offense has been the Chiefs offense with Patrick Mahomes, it does feel like you've always had just one or two weapons, whether it be Kelsey and Hill, or now maybe it's just Rice and Kelsey. Is that enough to sustain success on this, on this offense? That's been the million dollar question all year. I mean, honestly, that that's been the question all year, not whether or not they can win the division by playing this way, but here in Kansas city, much like I'm sure in Buffalo for the last couple of years, maybe this year's a little bit different, but you know, the, the bar is so high and they're judged on a championship bar and whether or not it's good enough to win the Super Bowl, not good enough to just win a division and, you know, get to a playoff win. It's about, can this team win a Super Bowl? And that's been the question all year. And to answer it, I think you know, that stat you mentioned certainly has been going around here in Kansas City. And a lot of people believe that they still need to cut back on opportunities for an MVS and some other guys and really continue to key in on Rasheed Rice and Kelsey and Pacheco, and just, which they have done better here recently in terms of feeding them and not trying to feel like you got to give MVS work. Um, and the deep passing game, I think, is honestly the biggest issue right now for this offense. We can talk about, you know, Sky Moore and, and drops from T- Tony and all that. MVS, certainly part of that group. Uh, they, they don't have a deep passing game wh- whatsoever. I mean, this is by far the worst uh, year in Mahomes' career in terms of passer rating down the field. And, you know, Justin Watson, who was, you know, Tom Brady's fifth or sixth option in his Super Bowl year, is being asked to be their number one or number two deep threat right now. And, you know, this is where a lot of people wondered why Rasheed Rice, who was a deep threat in college at SMU, can he not, you know, take those deep routes? Is that just something they don't trust him with yet? But we've all watched MVS with drops or running wrong routes. And, and so, yeah, this, this has been the story of the entire season. And I think this defense personally 
as long as they get these guys back healthy, I think the defense is why the answer is yes, they can still get to a Super Bowl and, and win it. Um, because offensively, as, as bad as we all talk about it, and it's just different, that's why they still are eighth to tenth. I mean, it's not like they're 21st in offense, and it's like, wow, they just can't do it. They, they're one of the top offenses in the first half in football, top five. Second half, they're dead last. I mean, that, that's the issue for them is second half, when players have to go make plays and the coaching adjustments have already happened, they don't have guys that are consistently making plays. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We uh, we spent a lot of time talking about this offense and how they look different this year than they've looked in years past. Alex, I'm an uh, uh, unapologetic Chicago Bears fan. Actually, an apologetic you, Chicago you Bears fan this year. Uh, so I really know what the problem is, and you can go ahead and say it. This is a safe space. Matt Nagy's a problem. <laughs> that has come up this year as well. I personally am not on that side, but that has absolutely been a conversation that has come up. The reason why I'll tell you I, I don't buy into it, but you're not alone. Uh, you're definitely not alone even here in Kansas City. I don't buy into it for a couple of reasons. Number one, when Eric Bieniemy was the offensive coordinator, what did everybody say? They said, oh, this is Andy Reid's offense, man. This is Andy Reid running the show, yeah. which it is, by the way. And that was the big knock on EB and, why, and many reasons why maybe he doesn't have a head coaching gig. And so now that it's Matt Nagy, now we're supposed to act like Matt Nagy's come in and changed everything, and that's why they're struggling. And then Matt Nagy was the OC for the Chiefs prior to Chicago, as we all know. And he was on a staff where he was working with Andy. Alex Smith was the quarterback. They won a couple division titles. I mean, I just, I, I don't buy into that Nagy angle. I really don't. I think this is a front office problem, personally. I think as great of a job as Brett Beach, their general manager, has done building up this defense. Um, I think one area they had too much faith in was the development of Kadarius Tony, who they were telling people was going to be their number one wide receiver. Then he blows out his knee right before training camp, and we've seen no progression from Sky Moore. I think they were too reliant on what they had in-house when they needed to be aggressive, and that's why this offseason, I think it's pretty clear, they're going to go out in, in multiple draft picks and or free agency and have to redo this wide receiver room. 
Alex Gold, 610 Sports in Kansas City, is our guest. Alex, I want to ask you about one game and your thoughts on, on where Buffalo is and then kind of give you the context here. Um, the one game in question that, well, Kansas City won, and I remember the Chiefs and the fan base had some fun with it, calling the Grim Reaper and everything, but you lost to the Bengals uh, you know, the, the following week, and I don't think it probably gets brought up often. Here... That game for Bills fans is haunting. The fact that you were 13, we just call it 13 seconds, and you'll automatically sure. know like what happened. 13 seconds. And then just when you thought there wasn't a new angle on this, in the tie done 20,000 word piece today um, comes this nugget that Sean McDermott allegedly in the locker room after said the offense scored too quick. I, I, which is just what 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 is it you see here for the Buffalo Bills, a team that certainly has the talent but hasn't gotten to where many think they should have gotten to by yeah. now. Well, so the 13-second game, we, we call it that here as well, obviously, and it's a different feeling when we bring it up. But you're right, the Grim Reaper stuff died very quickly the next week. Unfortunately, that's a nickname we can't use. The Bengals ruined that one. Otherwise, it would have been great. Um, but – I think that game, 13 seconds, a lot of people in Kansas City believe that is a game that Sean McDermott hasn't recovered from, frankly. You know, they, when, when there was a lot of noise that offseason and we were playing audio cuts from training camp and Sean McDermott in the offseason was still bringing it up and talking about it, and we're like, man, that's a problem. You've you got to move on, and you're still talking about it. And so a lot of people here believe that he's just never recovered from that, and that's been one of many coaching blunders that have happened, whether it was a couple weeks ago, I don't have to tell you guys about the, the Eagles game and just neat taking a knee instead of being aggressive. Um, a lot of things. And I think, so Chiefs fans here look at Josh Allen and, and, and don't view him really any differently. Um, but it's a coaching and more than anything else, a lot of people look at that that game kind of broke Sean McDermott and, and quote unquote broke the bills. And, and that's how we view the 13 second game. And that's why they haven't really been viewed as that threat. Although with that said, they, you know, here in Kansas City this week, people are taking the Bills very seriously, knowing what's at stake for the Chiefs' number one seed chances, and that this is just a, a desperate Bills team that knows this is it. If they've got any chance, they have to beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Now, I want to go a little bit deeper on that with, with the head coach of both the Chiefs and the Bills, because they work together, and Andy Reid had to move on from Sean McDermott when they were in Philadelphia. And I think about Andy Reid's time in Philadelphia, and you had a lot of complaints about clock management and detail. And one thing that Andy always had was accountability for himself. It always started with me. It starts with me, and I'm sure that that's carried over to his time in Kansas City when things haven't gone well. I'm one Wondering, you know, if, if Sean McDermott, having worked with Andy Reid at a time when detail wasn't uh, as much of a priority, if if you're just a product of your environment and 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 you don't learn those tough lessons that Andy Reid had to learn before he came to Kansas City. No, I think it's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, the, the clock management was certainly the, the story in his Philly days, and it carried over here to Kansas City for for a little while. And, and there's still plenty. Even for, it sounds crazy, even for a guy that's won a couple rings here in Kansas City, there's plenty of complaints that that happen. You know, a lot of it centers more around the fact that he refuses to do a quarterback sneak because Mahomes had his knee pop out against the Broncos a couple of years ago, and now he'll never do a QB sneak. And it's absolutely ri- ridiculous and ludicrous that he won't do it. Uh, it's a big complaint of people here in KC, especially with their short yardage situation. But yeah, I mean, as far as relaying it to Sean McDermott and, you know, the coaching decisions that may or may, or may not uh, be... be uh, impacted and accountability and all that. I mean, you know, not, not covering the bills on a daily basis. I don't know how Sean McDermott 
you know, handles that stuff on a regular basis. But I would say, I think as we know, sometimes you, you know, not necessarily have to get fired, but you, you have to have uh, things go seriously wrong and, and people uh, force change for you to change. And I think, you know, when Andy got let go in Philly, he was willing even on to, to give up the GM duties. Right. And I think that's been a huge thing for his, for his career that he was willing to see that and self-evaluate that, Hey, I, I can't have the GM duties. Let me focus in on coaching. And I know Sean McDermott's not the GM, but my point is that sometimes you, you need to be, you know, you might need to have a, a loss of, of employment or something to, to change or have that threat, real threat of it for you to actually self-evaluate. Yeah. It, Alex, if I can lighten the mood here a little bit, because in Rochester, we, we've got, we're self-aware to know that we have an issue here when it comes to stars in our town. Like when the PGA was around, we got a little too star-eyed. There's a story, Derek Jeter was in town a few years ago. And we, it, the point is we're not very good when it comes to celebrity. How has it been in Kansas City when the person of the year now is uh, setting up shop there? Yeah, it's always great to have a, a Kansas City and a resident on Times Magazine Person of the Year. Definitely, <laughs> definitely like seeing that. Uh, look, I, I think you know Kansas City has certainly been on the map more the last five years, and Taylor Swift's even at, you know added to that. It, but it's still you know got some small town uh, Midwest vibes to it. And just uh, a few days ago or a week ago, I think you know, there was a photo of Travis Kelsey at a Trader Joe's with in. in you know, there's a gas or a gas station photo of Travis Kelsey buying something, and so there's a there's a ton of paparazzi because of Taylor Swift around town now, and everybody's been soaking this Taylor Swift stuff up and enjoying it and taking pride in it. But I do think there's a balance where you know, ho- hopefully, in, being in Kansas City versus L.A. or in you know New York City or something like that, to where people let them be because you 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 do worry about that a little bit in terms of uh, you know getting a little too starstruck about it. But I'll be honest, like. It's one thing for Travis Kelsey, but Taylor Swift, I mean, she might be the, the most famous or second most famous person in the world right now. So, it's, I mean, it, I guess this would happen anyway. Alex, uh, do you have a prediction as to how you think things go on Sunday afternoon? So I went back and forth earlier in the week, and I'm like, okay, this is a tough one to, to, to figure out because of the Jekyll and Hyde nature of the Bills. And, you know, three games this year, they, they look like the team everybody thought they could be, and then the rest is, has been – you know, it, disappointing. And then, you know, the Chiefs have been much more consistent and the Bills have been one of the worst fourth quarter defensive teams. And I started thinking more and you know, maybe it's a trap and, and Vegas knows and all this, but I, I, th- I love the Chiefs minus one and a half. The more I've thought about this week. Um, now, the Pacheco injury is something I'm going to keep an eye on. You know, I, I think if they don't have Pacheco, then this could be a much lower scoring game. So if they don't have Pacheco, I think this could be a 20 to 17 type of game. If they have Pacheco, then this might have to be a much higher scoring game. And this might be a 28-24 type of game. The Pacheco thing is a, is a swing for me on just if this is going to be a defensive kind of struggle or if this is going to turn into a shootout. If you want more Alex Gold inside the Odyssey app, you can uh, check out 610 Sports in Kansas City. Or if you're just driving around on a Saturday morning, 10 to noon our time, Alex, uh, which we pick up your show, CBS Sports Radio, the BetQL Network. And uh, this Saturday, I'm just kind of curious, uh, are, are you diving yet into the college football playoff here at all? We probably won't get too much in the in the odds yet. We got some time on that. Certainly last week, obviously, with with all the controversy and Florida State being left out was was fun. But uh, we got a couple more weeks, and I think we're probably going to really dive into what I think is interesting betting wise right now is this MVP market. And suddenly, Brock Purdy is the co favorite to win MVP, seemingly out of nowhere. I think this Sunday night game, Philly and Dallas, uh, might be the game that decides the MVP race. It has ramifications for Dak, Jalen Hurts, and Brock Purdy.
Alex, we're sending a sports bar representative your way. Uh, Bob Edwards, who I think you probably know from our Odyssey cluster there, is uh, inviting nice. Duffy from uh, the, the break room here on our Odyssey sister station here. Uh, and he'll be hanging out with uh, with your crew. And you might even see him uh, roaming around your studios come Monday morning. So if you if you run into our representative, raise a glass and uh, and take care of our guy and wish you the best this weekend and, and catch up again real soon. Yeah, likewise. We'll do it. Thanks, guys. You got it. Thanks, there he Alex. Is. Alex Gold, 610 Sports, Kansas City, joining us in the sports bar. See, we got the Chiefs. We got to get to the right people there to get out there. You know, just so we get in the suite. You mean Binkley isn't the right person? <laughs> <laughs> you mean our, no, Binkley, our buddy Jay Binkley no, no, doesn't no, have the pull that can get us in the suite? Binkley is actually in the studio doing the, the post he's game. He's working. After. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the Nate Geary of, of Kansas City uh-huh, afterwards. Uh-huh. So. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. I know the right people. I'm just not going to, you know, call in that favor. I mean, like the, yeah. g- the guy inviting Duffy to hang out with Duffy is, 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 is a, you know, contemporary of mine. I would think I would just want to go enjoy the game barbecue. I mean, everybody that has gone out to Kansas City says, of course, great time. Of course. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't? I would take that. I would take and him up on you, that you, offer. You know, safe space. But you want to go somewhere where you can wear your Bills colors and you know maybe you get needled, but you don't want to get harassed. And that seems like that's a that's a good spot to go. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I wouldn't turn down the opportunity to go to a, a Bills game in, in Kansas City. That would be a lot of fun. And uh, Duffy getting that invite. I'm just curious how to, how Kimmy and Tommy feel about the the fact that the teacher's pet got the invite, but they didn't. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's getting the invite. To, well, you don't think they want to go to the? You don't think Kimmy wants to go to a Bills game in Kansas City? I think so. I just think that probably Pat probably bought his own air ticket, right? No. What? <laughs> no. How? No. No. Now I'm now I'm like no, wait, now wait, you want to know more, right? Whoa, right, right. whoa, this whoa! And you know the right people, and we're not taking I, advantage. I of this? do know the right people. <laughs> Now, I don't know if I know the right people to the point where they'd be like, hey, guys, let's pay for your trip. So he's not using his miles, you're saying. Then I don't know what miles they maybe they're using miles. I don't know. But I I can tell you that that they're they're taking care of our boy. Our boy is going to be well taken care of. He'll be well fed. He'll be living the high life there in Kansas City. (sighs) Yeah. All right. I wasn't jealous up until then. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Well, at least Alex will take care of him, and I'm sure he'll run into Binkley at some point as well. And uh, we appreciate our guys at 610 Sports in Kansas City for spending some time with us here in the sports bar this week and, and getting us set for Sunday afternoon. You'll be able to hear the action on the fan Rochester. Our pregame coverage gets underway at 12 noon. And by the way, what better way to get ready for the weekend than tomorrow afternoon from 3 until 6? It's another Friday Football Talk Live. Gino and I will be live from our home away from home, Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue in the neighborhood of the arts. Yeah, three to six. Come on out. We'll hang out a little uh, afterward as well. It is the holiday season, so you know what? Enjoy yourself uh, with us coming up Friday. It's uh, it's going to be a great time. Happy hour next in the sports bar. And, a boy, a three-piece bombshell from Ty Dunn, uh, formerly of the Buffalo News. Go long, TD. And... It's not an apology from Sean McDermott, an acknowledgement. It's an acknowledgement. It basically is an acknowledgement that if you want to read into it, yeah, what he's saying in this piece might actually be accurate. It might not just be a character assassination. It just might be fact. Well, 
If you're going to invoke the terrorists of 9-11 and use that as an example, you need to apologize more. (laughs) We'll get to that and more next. And you can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That's 866-4-FAN, 866-4326. Best barbecue in town. That's easy. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub in East Rochester. Award-winning barbecue for lunch, dinner, and the perfect choice to cater your next holiday party. Visit GoodSmokeBBQ.com for the catering menu and order form. Check out their daily and weekly specials online or on Facebook, like the Super Slider Lunch Combo Deal for only $9.99. It's like a menu built for the sports bar. Amazing food, amazing price, great beer selection, good smoke barbecue and pub, modern barbecue experts, 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, goodsmokebbq.com. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.